Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Gallant Fuse Daily News Show for Friday, the 10th of February, 2023. My name's Colin, and I'm going to finish off the week Giving you all the Rangers news for the last 24 hours. Um, <laughs> I think I said throughout the week, my worry about doing this after the the transfer window was, okay, how, how much can we drag out over the the five days? Um, and it's certainly been busy enough. There's quite a few points to run through today. Um, I'm going to start off with... Um, uh, but an update, or not an update, but uh, Stephen Davis was speaking to the BBC yesterday around his injury. So good to see he's going through some intensive rehab. Um, very focused, determined to get back um, from uh, from his ACL injury. Um, I defend he watched the video. The, the scars look really bad on his on his left knee. Um, but good to see that he's he's back in the real rehabilitation. So a few. A few quotes from, from that interview. Um, so Stephen Davis asked about his injury in general. I've got to be realistic. It's a big injury and takes a lot of time to come back from. At my age and the stage I'm at in my career, I know it's got to be difficult, but I've always been a very fit person, so that should stand me in good stead and give me the best possible chance of playing again. I haven't made any decisions about moving forward. I'll just concentrate on rehabbing to the best of my, my ability and stay focused. I don't want this to be the defining moment that ends my playing career. The last, week, the, the last few weeks have been slow progress, but I have to try and show patience, and it is a chance for me to learn and grow as a person. I haven't had the experience of a real long-term injury during my career, so I'm thankful in a sense, but frustrated because at my age, you don't know how long you have left in football as a player, and you want to maximise that time you have left. So... Yeah, just on, on those points before I finish the rest of it. He has been fortunate that he's never had a, um, a long-term injury, uh, nothing as serious as this. And as as uh, a shame that it's came at his age, uh, because he's right, you don't, want, you don't want a player of Stephen Davis' legacy and ability to bow out like this. Um, I think we all said that at the time. Not for, just for Rangers, for Northern Ireland. Um, he's a, 
He's a legend in that junior, I know the word legend is um, bandied about very easily these days, but what he's contributed to Rangers and uh, Northern Ireland, uh, a legend is a fitting term. So he's went on to say, mentally, it's been more difficult than I expected. Coming in every day and not seeing a progress on a daily basis. You have to hit certain targets as you go along, break it into five or six week phases, tick a box and then move on to the next phase. I'm still in the initial phase, getting the swelling down in the range back in the leg, assessing things as we go along. It's difficult watching games, knowing that you might not get an opportunity to do that again, but I'm very driven to try and get myself back out there. It gives me time to grow, grow away from that too, whether that be looking into my coaching or doing something outside of that, making the most of my time. I still need to do my coaching badges. That's one I want to tick off this year. When asked about... Um, does he see a long-term future with Northern Ireland? Um, he's went on to say, everybody knows how much it means to me to play for Northern Ireland. The relationship I've had with the fans in the country throughout my career. The prospect of pulling on the green shirt again and the Rangers shirt is a driving factor for me, although I know it's got to be a long and difficult road ahead. If the rehab goes well, I may have a chance to be involved in the last few international games of the year. But before that, it'd be nice to be there with the squad, part of the camp for a change of scenery and to add something to the group and be amongst it. So I was talking to a couple of mates about this yesterday, um, just in the WhatsApp chat, and um, I, I don't see him playing for Rangers again. And that's a kind shame. I, I hope he does get a chance to bow out in the Rangers shirt, but I don't see it happening. I do see him featuring for Northern Ireland again, all going well. And I, I think he will be able to have his swan song, um, if not for Rangers, for Northern Ireland. But all the best to Stephen Davis and his, his rehab. Um, Malky Thompson praised the fight his Rangers side showed last night as they had to remain patient before ultimately running out 4-0 winners over Hibs in the Scottish Women's Premier League last night. So Malky, uh, Malky Thompson, sorry, um, he went on to say, I thought the performance individually was great and collectively it was fantastic as well. It was a difficult game and we knew it would be. What we are finding now is that teams are setting up that way against us too. and to our credit, we've become very comfortable with it now. We know teams are going to sit in against us. They showed great patience and real quality was starting to come through. To break Hibs down tonight and score four goals, I'm extremely proud of the girls. He's went on to say, we have, we've got to have trust and th- faith in what we're about, but the girls really mixed up their play tonight which is something we've been lacking a bit. We stretched them and they camped in. Then we managed to get the goal when they were dominating the ball a bit. I'm delighted overall with the full 90 minutes, uh, never mind the second half. Um, Kirsty Howitt getting a couple of goals on Kirsty. Kirsty's playing with real fire in her belly. She's hungry and such a joy to work with. She's good amongst the group and we have said that part of her strength is what we are all about. We are honest with each other daily in training. I think you could see that tonight in the park. I'm extremely proud of the fight that we showed tonight. Uh, the demand they have started to put on each other individually and the games showing through. So, good convincing win for the women's team who have had a couple of disappointing results. No, no, Dorsey, Hearts and Glasgow City um, haven't been great and probably a, a bit of a setback in, in the league. Um, but good to, good to see they're finding their... Uh, the the fluidity again. Um, 
they still remain four points behind Glasgow City and one point behind Celtic in the league. Uh, but they now go on to play Rossville this Sunday in the Scottish Cup away. It's an 11am kickoff, and that's bizarre. I, I can only think they've they've tried to change it um, as far away from the the Rangers men's kickoff as possible um, to try and encourage crowds to go. So, so only reason I can think of. But this Sunday away to Rossville, good luck to the Rangers women. Um, last bit of news I will come to. It's been hot off. Yeah, it's been a hot topic in any football uh, podcast or news outlet, um, regardless of the, the club. Um, it's the European Super League has reared its head up again, this time under the guise of A22 Sports Management. Um, uh, a few of the previous names are still, are still behind this. Um, Barcelona, UV being two of the main drivers. Um. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's very early days, so uh, well, I would say a wee bit of self-promotion here. Uh, Mason, the two Davies and Chris were on the live stream last night um, and the first 10-15 minutes he spent talking about this and they made some really good good points uh, both for and against this um, uh, but I think the overarching theme is kind of we, we need to wait and see the the, the granular detail but I kind of high level um, a high level summary of it they've they've released um, a kind of 10 point summary so uh, this the new European Super League um, is planned to have more teams in the original Super League plan um, between 60 and 80. Um, it's a breakaway of replacing UEFA competitions but not domestic leagues. There's a guarantee of at least 14 European matches for every club but there will be an overall limit on matches. It's going to be a competition run by clubs rather than Blazers. Season-long European competition. A plan to ease the burden on travelling fans Financial boost for the women's game, boosting grassroots funding, aligning the breakaway with the EU. Um, so, from those 10 points, how it impacts Rangers, um, Rangers are among the top 60 clubs in Europe. So, Rangers and Celtic would both be in, um, in consideration for it if, it, if it was to go ahead. The... Uh, some of the, the granular... Some of the final points... Although we don't know the exact detail, is it, it could be up to three tiers um, of 
three or four tiers of 20 teams, depending on how many go in. And there's promotion and relegation from each tier, uh, as well as playing in your domestic league. And they, they've said that the promotion and relegation from each tier um, will be based on your performance, but the entry into the league will be based on the league winners. So I don't really know how much of a closed shop it is. I'll be honest, my big reservation and I thought it was terrible the first European Super League plan was it was a closed shop if anybody spoke to me before I know it's not popular but even it's a even with Scottish football um, I think we need to restructure it to boost the game um, and a big part of that is I don't think the lower league uh, teams have a good enough chance to progress uh, I mean look how many teams are in the the Lowland League and the Highland League, who could actually probably come and dominate uh, Division 2. It's too much of a closed shop. The, the European Super League, the initial plans, that was the same. It's, it takes away that romantic notion of MD can reach the top the top fight um, in whatever they're doing, and it just really Americanises it, and it turns, in, it turns into a franchise. With this, you, I could get behind it if it is... If it's not a closed shop, if it is MD can get it. So, for example, in, if in 10 years' time, if Partick Thistle were to win the Scottish League, they can get into this. Um, and the promotion relegation between each tier, as long as there's no one, um, one relegation spot, open up to three or four. So it's actual real competition and there is a chance for growth within it. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know how much that'll be. Um, that'll that'll be in place. I find the leading clubs, the 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 financially the financial powerhouses, will do all they can to to try and protect themselves as much as possible. But I, I'd be behind it if this is if this can be a a fair playing field. I've said time and time again, and I call me naive. If Rangers and Celtic were to join the English football. Uh, lead structure within years they would be um, in, in the top four in top six um, I generally think could be challenging at the top within five six years with the fan base that they have and the, the marketing pool adding that TV money getting them on a level playing field with um, yeah, obviously Man City is a different kettle of fish but with Man U Liverpool Chelsea uh, not Chelsea Arsenal Rangers and Celtic would dub with Man U and Liverpool, they're bigger than any club in Britain, um, and I, I, I've always stood by that. So, if they were to join this European Super League and getting a more level playing field with the with the the leagues that typically have more money, I think it could really be a like a boost for for our club, um, and and start like over the next fifteen twenty years get us back to. The get us back to where we've seen ourselves in the 90s potentially having said that I think the Scottish game has to benefit because we've seen time and time again if we if, if we're playing jobbers uh, the weekend and we need to step it up to go and play the elite players in the midweek it won't work for us so uh, I know there's for Rangers fans 
there's this element of we don't care about the Scottish game and I totally understand that but for our own benefit I think um, we need to make sure that our game is improving it obviously we'll be at the top of that game but our game has to improve so we can have an overall better product a better standard of play and compete in this if we do go ahead with it that's just my initial thoughts um, it's still very early days I'm sure this is going to be um, dominating the news for weeks and weeks um, and we'll wait and see how that goes. Just on um, the the Scottish game needing improvement. Um, the last be last be news point. Um, St Johnston chairman Gus McPherson was in the record uh, yesterday, um, saying um, about Michael Beale's comments or <laughs> on the pitch being a cowfield. Um, he said that there was a lot of criticism from the Rangers side after the game here. Personally, I thought that was very very unprofessional. I did remark in that on that the following week when we played them at Ibrox. He then went on to say, but I can see what he said and the, <laughs> the pitch wasn't good and we need to sort that out. And again, it's just this whole this whole idea that Scottish football has um, character just because it's it's shite. I, I don't like that. Um, we need to stop just accepting our game's a joke and start learning the ways that we improve it. Um, this might be one, getting more money in there. So, um... Last wee bit of update for me, um, that a lot of people um, on the forums and on Twitter have um, been talking about the subway um, on Sunday. Also, it's a four o'clock uh, kick-off on Sunday at Ibrox. The subway is open. SPT released a statement that there was um, planned maintenance on Sunday the 12th, Sunday the 26th and, of February and Sunday the 26th of March, but they've now all been... Uh, those days the, the subway will be open till 8pm each Sunday uh, to accommodate the football traffic so if you're going to if you usually, usually rely on the subway you go to Ibrox um, you can do so on Sunday as long as you get the last train back at 8pm ok folks that's everything for me as I said earlier um, we've got a full uh, preview of the party festival game on Sunday as well as discussing the Super League and Alfredo Morelos contract situation that that's available uh, Mason, the two Davies and Chris done that stream last night it's available wherever you get your podcasts um, until we speak to you again Sunday night everybody have a good weekend and I hope your team wins take care Even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 